Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. And now it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. The Fan Studios, Battery Atlantis, The Buck Blue Show on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Happy Hump Day Wednesday, everybody. We appreciate you hanging out Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. Here on The Fan, you can listen on AM at 680, FM 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com, where you can actually click and watch the show when we're in studio, and most of the time, Baloo is in the studio. And also get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct, fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. DT, Road Dog in the house, ready to go, our engineer and producer. And I'm trying to Im- improve the street cred today, DT. What do you think of the new chain? Oh yeah, you got some, uh, you got some bling there, Buck. Trying to improve the street cred around here. Yeah, that's. Uh... I tell you, the the guy that was really impressed the most. There were two people that really got excited when they saw me wearing the big thick chain. John Michaels really uh, supporting my decision to go with the big chain. Yeah, I can see that. And then home team Brandon Lee <laughs> was uh, had a big smile on his face when he saw this. Yeah, it looks good, man. You look fresh. Is that what kids say now? I don't know. Fresh, huh? Yes, sir. It's a really good Christmas present. Oh, oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. I like that. Now it's my youngest son's. But he didn't wear it today, and I thought, hey, good time for me to capitalize on this mistake. Show it off here at 680 The Fan Studios, where we're trying to keep it real here on the Buck Baloo Show. Buck's Big Take. Who will be the Falcons' next head coach? Mr. Blank and Rich McKay, they don't know the answer to that question just yet. Even though General Manager Terry Fontenot missed the press conference Monday to get caught up on his paperwork, Falcons might want to jump on in because it appears as though our Falcons are dragging behind already because the competition has interviews already lined up with some of the top coaching candidates out there. The Falcons, DT, crickets. Todd Munkin, Bobby Slowick, 
Frank Smith, Brian Callahan, Ben Johnson, and Mike McDonald are scheduled to interview with the Panthers, the Commanders, and the Chargers. Those organizations are out front in the process. And know this. It's not like the Falcons' job is rated as one of the best gigs. In fact, one respectable media outlet had the Falcons ranked fifth out of six available head coaching jobs. Fifth, next to last. Yet they're acting as though this is the top job available. Mr. Blank and Rich McKay are probably believing the Falcons' head coaching job is the best opportunity out there. Not sure how Fontenot feels about that. Because he's been in hiding. Big Take brought to you by Daco Systems Heating and Air. For your HVAC repair, contact locally on Daco Systems at dacosystems.com. Keeping Atlanta comfortable, one home at a time. So, yeah, I have not seen any news about who the Falcons have lined up to interview. And meanwhile... The competitors are already out front, already out front. So what's going on? Why are we dragging our feet? 404-231-1680, the number you want to jump in here. A lot of passionate people in Metro Atlanta and elsewhere. I will say that in the Falcons' defense, I think they said in the press conference that they weren't going to announce a list, kind of like the Panthers have and others have, of who they're going to interview. They're only going to let us know after the fact who they've interviewed. Yeah, sounds about right. Is that because you don't want to be publicly uh, denied? Yeah, you don't want to be played. Yeah. And uh, when, when someone comes here and interviews and then goes and takes another job, you don't want to look bad. You're, yeah, so everybody else on. is doing it wrong. And the Falcons are doing it right. That's hard for me to believe. I don't know. He, yeah, well, no, he didn't say that. That's really a stretch. Yeah, there. I did not say that. Like Gary said, and I think it's usually the reverse. Everybody else usually seems to do it right, and the Falcons seem to somehow screw well, it up. You know, and it's just a reflection on how little they care about the fan base to me, because this is what it's all about. All right, you want to keep your fan base believing that you're out front in the process, that you're diligently working on who the next head coach is going to be. You've got candidates already lined up, ready to come in and interview. Sit down and talk with you about your open job that you have. And meanwhile, the Falcons, well, we're not going to get, uh, we're not going to mention anybody that uh, might be interested in the job. Rise up! We they don't really that, care what the fan base thinks. They have a little bit of a history of getting played, like Pete Carroll and Bill Parcells. So yeah, I, maybe they don't want. That? Well, they don't want the egg on their face again. So yeah, uh, I'm going to continue to believe the Falcons are just dropping the ball on this. And I've got, I think it, it's now roughly about 58 years of research that goes into this. I think it's a little more, isn't it? Just, a, just maybe a tad bit more ah, than 58 years. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, well, it was in 1967. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dates back to that. I'll have my own personal commentary on it coming up later for oh, Justin Chernoff. Sure a little tease. Yeah, all right. Meanwhile, Todd Munkin is set up ready to get in front of, he's made ready to make the trip to Charlotte. Or maybe they're coming to him. Maybe they're going to Baltimore, the Panthers to sit down with Todd Munkin. 
Would you want to work for David Tepper? Over Arthur Blank and Rich McKay? Yeah, even even considering that. At least the Panthers have a quarterback. Yeah, but the, the Tepper may throw a drink on you. Well, no, that's that's just some irate fan up there in, in the cheap seats. Weren't that cheap. It was below the club. club I believe, level. you know, the I uh, referred to the one outlet that rated the head coaching uh, openings. And I believe the Panthers were the only ones that were below the Falcons. And some of that had to do with the uh, the ownership. Yeah, I agree. When you when you read that list, that's surprising to me because I think there's there's more talent here in place than say Washington, uh, Carolina, and this is a better spot just in terms of personnel and cap situation right here right now. But I'm afraid that yes, just the stigma around the ownership and the way things run around here makes it a less desirable job. Well, I've got a, a different theory on what Blank and McKay see. I, th- I think Blank and McKay. This is my theory on things. Reading the tea leaves, it is. You know, not that they've been played It's uh, as far as not releasing any information on who they're looking at and who they're researching on and who they're thinking about bringing in for an interview. Is the Falcons uh, with Rich McKay and, and Arthur Blank, <laughs> they, they actually believe that they're going to end up with somebody like Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick. That's what they're thinking right now. That some of these big game guys, uh, big name dudes, are really interested in coming and working for them. And talk about dysfunctional. There you go. There's another example of that right now. Sideline Mike joins us on the show. Buck Blue here on 680. Mike, what's going on, man? Thanks for coming on. Hey, Buck, how you doing? Happy New Year to you guys. You too, now, brother. Let's just break this down now. I tell you, I left this narcotic. I got off this narcotic in 1981 with them, right. with the NL Frank Smith group. And you remove Arthur Blank's name and Rich McKay's name for this. You just look at what this franchise has done since Arthur Blank has purchased this team. You couldn't give them more than a C. You couldn't. You you got lucky with Mike Smith, and then you saw you you, you dropped the ball with, with with Mr. Defensive Coordinator out there in Dallas. So at the end of the day, I don't spend any money when it comes to this Moribund franchise, because they, they don't have a clue about getting it right. Now, we can quickly start a problem. See, you, but what it went wrong is they spent a number four pick on a Florida Gator. That's where they went wrong, <laughs> number one. Number well, two, I was just thrilled to see him take an SEC guy. You know what I'm saying? Because they definitely ain't taking a Georgia guy. But no, anyway, they're not going to do that. No, you could have got Justin Fields. And now, all you need to do, man, is go get Eric the enemy and bring Justin Fields in here and let's get this thing back on track. But one thing they don't have to worry about, Buck, is me going to the game and spending a dime to support him because I'm not. I hear you, brother. You're a smart man, Mike. We appreciate you coming on the show today. There are a lot of possibilities. I mean, obviously. And look, like, a lot of possibilities on who they're looking at, DT. Is that what you're thinking? Sorry about that. Yeah, and I was just going to say, um, of all of that, I'm not totally against sideline, Mike. I'm not I'm not the biggest Justin Fields fan, but Eric Bieniemy and Justin Fields doesn't sound like a terrible combination. But there are... Yeah, that... It's all about your quarterback and your uh, head I'm going to give that one a thumbs combo. down. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, thumbs down. Thumbs down on that one. Uh, as far as the Falcons going big game hunting... Michael Lombardi, a former NFL general manager with the great last name that gets him respect. He is now an analyst 
Listen to what he's saying about what Blank and McKay are up to. Rich McKay and Arthur Blank will lead the search. They'll take input from General Matter to Terry Fontenot. That tells me Fontenot's gone. That tells me they're going to clean house. That tells me they're big game hunting. And if something happens up in New England, I think they're going to be big game hunting on him. And they should. And they should. If I'm Arthur Blank and I have a chance to go get the greatest coach of all time, I'm coming. Yeah. And, yeah. and as Uncle Junior said, I'm coming heavy. I love that big game hunter. Yeah, and if That's I'm fun. Bill Belichick there, the Falcons job could be the last job on planet Earth. And I would be reluctant to take it. Reluctant to take it. Because of the structure that is set up with the Falcons. As far as reporting to Rich McKay, who reports to Arthur Blank. And the outlandish things that are going on with those two guys. That Bill Belichick would hop in his car if he was the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And he would be at the Falcons complex at Flowery Branch on a Monday and stop looking ahead to the upcoming game, get in a car, drive to Buckhead, and spend three hours with Arthur Blank explaining what happened in the game yesterday. And then go back to Flowery Branch, be behind in his work for the week, and have to sit down and report to Rich McKay. Now, does that sound like a job that Bill Belichick is interested in taking? Because it doesn't to me. It is straight over the top, brother. And if you think the Falcons are going to land one of these big names out there, I've got some swamp land down in South Georgia I want to sell you. It's unbelievable how gullible some of you Falcons fans are to believe that, that they're going to bring in Bill Belichick, that, that he would even be remotely interested in the job. And let me tell you, the only reason he'd be interested is to leverage a situation with another organization. Like Bill Parcells did a few years ago. I mean, you should be in line trying to get in front of Todd Monken, who could keep Ryan Nielsen as a defensive coordinator. It looks like you're falling behind and trying to get that done. I'll tell you what, we're coming back on the other side going to have Chris Mortensen, our 680 The Fan NFL insider, will join us. He'll help us break it down. And there's been somebody backing out on the Georgia Bulldogs. We'll hit that, too. You got the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
Roll up in the club. All eyes on me. Got the Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Hope your Wednesday and Wednesdays off to a great start. Don't forget the chain before you leave the house. Well, your street cred going up. Shades on in the club. John Michael's very impressed with the new chain. It's an impressive look, Buck. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I believe the company was Jackson. J-A-X-X-O-N. They had some deals going on prior to Christmas. 50% off, that kind of stuff. I mean, it's a big, thick thing, too. A little bling bling on it. Road Dog's sort of giving me the stink eye with this thing, though. I know what he's thinking. Baloo, you're too old to be wearing something like that. He's jealous. I can see it in his eyes, Buck. Yeah, he wants one of them. He wants one of them. Now, let's see. Wednesday, 1020. It is time for our NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. The best NFL insider in the business is only on the fan. This is ESPN's NFL insider, Chris Mortensen. Who joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Mort, hopefully you're uh, off to a good start this week. What do you make of the news that came down here in Atlanta on Monday as they pull the trigger? Arthur Smith now on the job market. Falcons cut him loose. Were you surprised? No, I was not. I mean, obviously as the season was winding down, it it just got... Seemingly hopeless, and to finish the way they did against New Orleans, but but I think that Arthur Blank, uh, one thing I, I do know about him, now, he's not hasty, but he is definitely you know willing to to, to to make these type of decisions. And the fans, as he said in his press conference, are always a consideration. And I think we all know the fans were 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 done with this. Stretch and 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 is well. You could tell by that. You could tell by the empty seats in the house. Yeah, a- empty seats will get you get you fired. But uh, but the other thing is the winning. This this year was the schedule was manageable, good roster. Uh, but you know, to me, weak division. Yeah, weak division. But being oblivious to the fact that you've got to have a, a top twenty quarterback. I mean, you, you don't have to have the top five or elite quarterback, but being a top 15, top 20 quarterback in the NFL means you're pretty good. If they had had that, I, I would assume they would have won. And, uh, and uh, you know, you, I'll give you credit, even though I, I agreed with you, that, you know, Desmond Ritter was somebody you, you pick up to be uh, kind of like a good backup quarterback, you know. Developmental guy. Uh, A developmental guy who has a chance to be a a good number two who can occasionally start for you. Yeah. Well, they they wouldn't let go of that. And then, you know, with the mess they made up. Now they're sitting here at, what what are they draft, number eight? Right. They have to figure out a way to get in the top three. And and you can and you can do it. I once asked a, a, a team. I said, "Why didn't you draft so and so?" They said, "Well, we need you know the, the 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 elite quarterback prospect 
You just you just go get them. In other words, you spend whatever draft capital you have to do to go get them. Or you know, I, I will say something about the uh, national championship game. What happened with Michael Penix in Washington against that Michigan defense kind of exposed maybe why he wasn't projected to be a top ten quarterback. Yeah, he wasn't at his best. There was no doubt about uh, that. And everybody's a lot of a bad game, but there were there were just certain things that happened that happened in the NFL every week if you're playing in the NFL that uh, that uh, certainly made him look like a guy who's not quite a top ten quarterback. Mort, what'd you read into the fact? Read the tea leaves on why Terry Fontenot, the general manager, wasn't a part of the press conference, uh, only Rich McKay and Arthur Blank met with the media. Isn't this odd? I, I can't think of another organization where the general manager wouldn't have been a part of that. Uh, I can, but at the same time, I think when it comes to the coach, it's always about the owner. Uh, you know, Unless you're, you're set up like Green Bay or, or Indianapolis. And I would say half the teams, the GM is, is out front on the decision on the on the coach. Uh, should Terry Fontenot have been there? Yes. Uh, but I think that Arthur Blank knew a lot of tough questions were coming his way, and and you know, and and deservedly so. I thought the the people the the media did a good job of asking the tough questions. Uh, didn't you? I mean, now nobody brought up uh, Kirby Smart as a possibility. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you I, know, I, I put something up on social media yesterday on the X and had 21,000 views on that one. I had a good long laugh yeah, over I, Kirby Smart being interested in the Falcons job. I was one of those 21,000, and, and your reaction had me laughing out loud. And uh, uh, so, but what I'm saying is, I think that Arthur Blank and Rich McKay. Listen, they're, 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 listen they, they oversee the organization. They make decisions. No matter if they say somebody else is going to pick the coach, they're picking the coach. Yeah, their track record's not very good, Mort, as you know. That's that's a big concern here. Moving forward, well, do you think, it's uh, not Michael? Very good, but, but it's not the worst. Yeah. Well, it's among the worst. I, I believe Mike Smith, the only one that's really worked out, in my opinion. So. Michael Lombardi uh, saying that they expect Fontenot to get fired here in the next couple of days and that Rich McKay and Arthur Blank are shooting high. They're going big game hunting on Bill Belichick is the name he brought up. What do you make of that? Well, I have heard that that uh, Arthur Blank, even maybe prior to last week, has been asking about Bill Belichick. In other words, how that might work. I, so I definitely think he's on the radar. I think Jim Harbaugh has to be on the radar, uh, which which he would be. I, I think Jim ends up in uh, L.A. with the Chargers or Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, Bears haven't ruled out because he played there. And, and uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any question that they're looking at Bill Belichick, if he becomes loose, uh, you know, variables loose now. But I, I think he, he, I think he's locked for New England, or maybe even Pittsburgh. Uh, he's highly, highly thought of, and uh, and and so I think they're looking at the very top guys, 
And then after that, you know, to me, that's the problem with with, with the league. Other than other than three or four guys, I mean, you, you've got to you, you got to know what you want. But you know what? There's good coaches out there, but but after the, having a good coach, the priority is getting the quarterback. You have to get the quarterback because your roster is good enough. So, so yeah, yeah, Belichick would be on the list. I don't know if, if Belichick would have Atlanta on his list if he's let go. Yeah, I wouldn't think. I'm going to say there's a 0% chance of him taking the Falcons' job. Yeah, well, you know, Parcells uh, looked at it, and I accused Parcells of using Arthur uh, to get the job he wanted. He right. said, well, that's not quite true. I'm right. I know Bill. I've known Bill forever. I was right. Mark, what do you hear about what the Bears plan on doing? They've got the Panthers' first pick in the draft. You've got these big-time quarterback prospects out there. Are they going to keep Justin Fields? Are they going to take Caleb Williams? Are they going to trade out of that number one spot? What do you hear? What do you think is going to happen there? Give us an educated guess. Well, you know, Kevin Warren is is now the the, the team president, and he says they're going to take a long view of everything. And that tells me where I thought Eberflus was was safe, that maybe he's not safe. But you don't do something unless you know who you're getting. Uh, so I think the, the, the exploration behind the scenes. The bigger question is with the number one pick. Uh, I think it's 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 probably sixty forty. They trade they trade Justin Fields because of uh, because people think Caleb Williams. Is it? You know, he, he's he's the guy. But uh, you know, to me, it'd be completely justified going forward with Justin Fields at Eberflus, and then trading that number one pick and getting a boatload. And now you're now you're getting now you're going to really build your roster, ready to contend in a division that is is, is you have a chance to win. Now, you got the commanders there at two. They need a quarterback. You got the Patriots at three. They need a quarterback. So, your comments earlier when you just came on the Falcons want to get Jaden Daniels. Uh, I'm anticipating Caleb Williams will go one, Drake May will go two. Uh, Jaden Daniels, to get him, you believe the Falcons would have to move up where to be able to get him? I believe they'd have to move. To number one or two. I, I mean, I, I, listen. Bottom line is, is you may have to give up three first round picks and plus more. You've got to get the guy, and this is the time to do it. So, you know, if, if, if you want one of the first three guys, and then you've got to get the three. You know. If the Bears trade the pick, obviously I'm talking about that yeah. scenario. Because uh, those guys. Great insight as usual. We love having you in here. Looking forward to having you on next Wednesday. Have a good week, I'm man. Going back to, I'm going back to the Kirby Smart uh, <laughs> reaction on that one. Anybody wants to laugh, go look at Buck's uh, uh, Twitter page or X page. 
And uh, if you want to laugh for about five minutes, we'll, we'll watch it. Have a good week. Thanks. Hey, thanks, more. Appreciate you. Chris Mortensen joining us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. I had Amanda Swartz, our social media director. I asked her recently these tweets or uh, social media drops that we put out there. What would be uh, as far as a, a good response to that? And I believe, Amanda, you said, what, 5,000? I think responses so. and yeah. we got like over 20,000 responses oh, wow. yesterday on the uh the Kirby Smart uh Falcons mm, viral topic. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. So that went viral. I would say yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to try to do some more of that. While you're here, let's get to a top 5. The best in college football and the NFL. 5 5 4 4 3 3 2 2 1 Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Yeah, the ride. Uh, I think we're just going to continue to do the ride. It seems to be very popular. 21,000, last check. People tuned into that. So, Amanda, what do you got for me here? Let's get this thing started. Top All 5. All right, Buck. Okay, number 1. Do you have any theories on Dabo Sweeney's black eye? And he got stitches, too. Did you see this? I didn't see that. Well, there are a couple of theories out there, uh, one of which uh, gets everybody a good laugh, right? Because he did this coach's show during the season when things weren't real impressive by the Clemson Tigers, his team there. And he had Tyler from Spartanburg call up the show and read Dabo, the riot act. And, boy, Dabo fired back at Tyler from Spartanburg. And uh, gave him the business, uh, got right back in his face on what Tyler from Spartanburg was thinking. So maybe Tyler from Spartanburg showed up at Clemson at the football facility and got a swing in on Dabo and landed a right hand. Now, the other theory was that Dabo was trying to get rough during, and you hear a lot of this with these college football staffs, pick up basketball games. This is the exercise that these coaches will take a break from the workday want to get a workout in and they play a pickup game okay and it gets rough Mm -hmm. i mean they're they're some of these coaches they're throwing elbows trying to trying to rebound up under the glass that's the other theory here and i believe that's what happened dabo was mixing it up in the pickup basketball game and took an elbow to the eye don't we all? Yeah. What's your theory? <laughs> I like that basketball one. I actually heard one about an Illuminati situation, him trying to get Clemson back on the board that way, but I think that's just a fan theory. Yeah, Dabo <laughs> got some stitches, man. Yep. Things look, look nasty. Yep. Okay, number two, what would your search plan be if you were Rich McKay? Yeah, I'm getting a lot of this right now. Uh I would put the full court press on Ravens offensive coordinator Todd Monken. Mm. Full court press. I would tell Monken, you're our number one candidate. You're the guy that we want to bring in and be the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And I would make sure that, that he was good with keeping Ryan Nielsen on the staff as the defensive coordinator. I like some sort of continuity. Mm-hmm. So I, I was impressed with Nielsen for most of the year and the way that defense played. I was encouraged by Ryan Nielsen. So I would make sure we uh, vetted this with Todd Munkin. 
Munkin, obviously, from the offensive side of the ball. He would be bringing in a defensive coordinator. Maybe he would agree that, yeah, Nielsen looks like a guy that could perform that I would want on my coaching staff as a decent a defensive coordinator. And then number three, I would allow Monken and Fontenot, who I would keep around. Fontenot seems to be a guy that knows good talent when he sees it. Would I, I would step out of the way and allow Monken and Fontenot to select the next quarterback that they want to take in the draft. Mm-hmm. And I would assume that'd be Jaden Daniels. And I would do everything in my power... Rich McKay and Arthur Blank to move up in the draft and get Jaden Daniels in here. And that would be my plan. I like that plan. I did know that plan. Okay, number three, drop a big game key in the Cowboys-Packers playoff game. The Cowboys-Packers playoff game. Well, the, uh, the Cowboys undefeated at home this season, and I believe they played a year ago. Packers and Cowboys and what the Packers did was they they ran for over 200 yards in the game. And it seems to be the weak spot for the Dallas Cowboys on defense is defending the run. They got a lot of speed. They can get after a quarterback. They can sack the quarterback. They don't do a good job against the run. So the Packers have Aaron Jones at running back. He's He's gone over 100 yards in the last three games with 20-plus carries. He's fresh, he's healthy, he's capable. I think that's the big key for the Packers going in and pulling off the upset is to turn Aaron Jones loose, to attack the Cowboy defense with the run game. So Micah Parsons' impact would be minimized. And then also I would hope and pray that you could get Dak to turn the ball over a little bit. He's done a great job of protecting the football. Packers are going to need a few game-changing plays on defense turnovers, big plays, and uh, Dak has done a really good job of not doing that this year. So I I think those are a couple of big keys in the game. I like it. Okay, number four, what do you think Tiger Woods' next apparel move is now that he cut ties with Nike? The next big apparel move. You know, if I was Tiger, I'd be thinking about going out on my own. Mm. I mean, he's got the name. Yeah. Should be able to market it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's got people in the business, maybe somebody that used to work for Nike that mm-hmm. didn't have that non-exclusive, like non-compete that. thing in the contract. And Tiger goes out on his own and uh, has his own apparel line. I just would hope if he did that, it wouldn't be one of these uh, high-priced shirts mm-hmm. and pants and shoes and all that. I mean, with Nike, I just backed off from buying any of the Tiger Woods stuff because the price tag was way up. It was way too expensive for the normal guys. So I would think go with a clothing deal with your logo on it and make it affordable to the masses out there. That's a good idea. I hope he's listening to that. Um, Okay, and number five, name a breakout player in the SEC next season. Breakout player in the SEC. You know, we saw a little of this in the national semifinal when Michigan played Alabama. And Alabama with a couple of big-time running backs. They got uh, had Jason McClellan. They had Roy Dell Williams. And yet we saw a freshman take the field and get some touches. 
Uh, Jace McClellan is leaving for the NFL draft. Roy Dell Williams. I like saying that for some reason. <laughs> I, I, maybe it's because we don't hear Roy Dell a lot. It sounds like a southern name, doesn't it? Roy Dell is at the transfer portal. So I believe that Alabama, our uh, running back number one is going to be Justice Haynes. Now, his dad played at Georgia. Mm-hmm. And he had an opportunity. It came down Georgia, Alabama. He went to Alabama. He had four carries in that national semifinal game against Michigan. Averaged like eight yards a carry with those four carries. It looks to me like Justice Haynes is set up to have a breakout year for Alabama next season. I like it. Sounds good to me. Five on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. I am so happy. The uh, the ride went viral yesterday. <laughs> I'd say so. That's so exciting. <laughs> we'll try to keep up the work on that one. Mm-hmm. And follow us, everyone. 680 The Fan. Good job. Thank Amanda. you. Thanks so much for coming on. <laughs> of course. Time for the Bulldog Beat today. The fans got a Georgia Bulldogs national champion on the beat. 25-20, This is the Bulldog Beat with Buck Maloo. Presented by Georgia's own credit union and attorney Ken Nugent. All right, we've had a change of heart. Uh, yesterday, was it yesterday? I get these days mixed up. There's so much going on out there, DT. We had the quarterback club. I didn't have the shades on. I'd left those at home. Shades on in the club. But we're, we did we're, go to the quarterback club. Yeah, though, we're yeah. breaking down uh, Jaden Maeva. UNLV quarterback. Who? Maeva. I already forgot his name, Buck. And we broke him down. Broke down the skill set. I uh, studied up on the video and gave everybody a scouting report on this new Georgia Bulldog quarterback. They were going to add him to the quarterback room over in Athens. And then I get home and last night researching for the show today, I see that Maeva has had a change of heart. What? He is not coming to Georgia and joining the Bulldog program. Turd, I can say no, that. No, I'm not going to go that far. He backed out of this transfer to UGA. And now the story says that Maeva is now going to transfer to USC. Say what? And it was after Lincoln Riley pitched him on backing out of the Georgia commitment and coming to USC. And I believe this was Lincoln Riley's pitch to Maeva. This was the pitch. Number one, Jaden. Kirby and Bobo are not going to allow you to compete for the QB1 job because Carson Beck is coming off a season where he was top five in the performance level among college football quarterbacks. Beck is is uh, solidly entrenched as the number one quarterback. So you're, you're go- you've made a commitment to go to Georgia, but you've got no shot of playing. And if you come here to USC, we're going to allow you to step in and com- compete for the number one job with Miller Moss. Miller, if you saw USC play in the bowl game, 
You had Caleb Williams backed out. He opted out of the bowl game because he's probably going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. The USC backup quarterback transferred. So they had to turn to this freshman, Miller Moss, who threw for 372 yards and six touchdowns in the game. And Lincoln Riley told Jaden Maeva, you will compete with Miller Moss for the number one job at USC next season. And that got his attention. Number two, part of the Lincoln Riley pitch to Maeva was, all right, what did Georgia offer in the NIL deal? Because we're going to add 25% to what Georgia and Kirby has offered you in the NIL deal. What did they promise you? We'll go above that number. So not only will you compete for the number one job here at USC, you're going to make more money. And then number three, Maeva's dad got involved in the process. And he said, hold on here, kid. We're from Hawaii. We relocated to Las Vegas. And we want to be a part of your college career. We're able to go to all the UNLV games last season. We'll be able to go see in L.A. playing for the USC Trojans. But we can't make the cross-country trip to Athens to come visit you every year. And that was the three-point pitch plan delivered by Lincoln Riley to Jaden Maeva, who backed out of the deal with Georgia. And he's going to USC. So Coach Kirby Smart, Mike Bobo, who desire four scholarship quarterbacks in the quarterback room, are back now to having a depth concern. Let's say worst-case scenario. Beck goes down injured. Now you're going with Gunnar Stockton as a first-time starter, and his backup, one play away from Stockton going down injured, is having a true freshman step in and be a QB1 in a season where you expect to be competing for the national championship. So Kirby and Bobo, I would assume, will continue to search for a scholarship quarterback to come in and join this quarterback room. So stay tuned. More to come. We'll have it here on what we're calling now the Bulldog Beat. Got some big news in baseball relating to the Braves. We'll hit that coming up next. Got the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Ah, 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 ah. 
Oh. Oh. Little bling bling on the Buck Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 937. Got the chain on. Shades on. And I need to get the shades and the chain on. Which, if you're watching us stream on 680thefan.com, you're able to see that right now. Shades on and the thick chain on. Look at Road Dog shaking his head. You can see him, too, as we've got a shot of the control room also. Wave, guys. They're watching. They're looking at you. A little tough to see with the shades on in the club. I'm going to have to take those off. Let's find out what's popping. Yeah, so what's popping? You heard DT there. The Mississippi Braves, the double A. Franchise for the Atlanta Braves. Not Alex Anthopoulos. This is the double A team. The Mississippi Braves will have their 20th season as the Braves double A franchise in the upcoming baseball season. But it will be the final year in Mississippi because they're set to move to Columbus, Georgia in 2025. Folks in Columbus, Georgia are luring them in. Uh, Golden Park, which was built in 1926. And, uh, gosh, I had a chance to play a little baseball in Golden Park. Now, it wasn't 1926. It wasn't that long ago. But there will be uh, $50 million renovation going into the upgrade of Golden Park. Getting ready for the Braves to come in 2025. Now, this is a big deal to Braves fans in Mississippi, which are plenty, because they will no longer, after 20 years, have the opportunity to go on out to the ballpark and see the Atlanta Braves' top prospects develop. And then when they arrive in Atlanta, they, they're connected to the Braves' big league club and the players that are taking the field. So I feel bad for the Mississippi Braves fans that are going to lose access But I'm happy for the Braves fans in Columbus, Georgia, and the folks in uh, the Middle East portion of Alabama who will easily now be able to get on over and cheer on the Braves playing in double-A. So big news there. Might not seem so big here in the big city of Atlanta, but trust me on this one. A lot of Braves fans, passionate Braves fans in the state of Mississippi and They're going to miss this. They're going to miss going to see these guys play. Uh, By the way, AA and the Braves will exchange arbitration numbers Friday with A.J. Mentor. His salary last season was a little over $4 million. I would imagine that they're going to end up settling for somewhere in the $5 million range, $5.5 million for A.J. Mentor. Works for me. Who has been really good most nights down in the bullpen for the Bravos. Let's get to the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers. Keeping Georgia green since 1955. Want to give you an update. I have secured the Peacock app. Hey, all right. I'll be paying $5.50 a month. Just remember to cancel. It's all good. To have the Peacock app. And since I've got DirecTV and they're in a contract dispute with NBC, unable to get the NBC games... 
I will now be able to see the Dolphins lose to the Chiefs on Saturday night. So a little update there. My wife's birthday, by the way, another update quickly. Uh, Kelly's birthday tomorrow. And you've heard me obsess on this show about the birthday cake. And I'm off the hook this year. My wonderful mother-in-law is taking care of that for me this year, so I won't be stressing out about the birthday cake. So a couple of updates for you there. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Stick around for that. Hope you'll join me tomorrow here on the Buck Baloo Show on The Fan. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.